1: Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up show as we embark on yet another week together. A victory Monday after the Gamecocks beat the Vanderbilt Commodores and, most importantly, punch their ticket to bowl eligibility. It feels good to be good. Feels good to be 6-3. and And it feels good to be back live once again on the Daily Crow. I see Stephen Borwell Jr., Cocky Twan, Kevin Crossland, John Edwards, Stephanie Lee, Chuck McIntosh, Todd Smith. Super chat. Todd, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, Cody Gaskins, what's going on? Let's see. Travi, William, Hunter Kelly, Todd, uh, excuse me, Todd, Brack, Connor Lee, Rebecca. What's going on? Appreciate you all tuning in. Peyton also, Stephen Borwell Jr. brings it up. Yes, shout out women's soccer. SEC champions, right? Hey, basketball season is here. Women's basketball begins tonight. They are taking on East Tennessee State at the CLA. Men's season begins tomorrow night. They will take on South Carolina State. So basketball season's here. We're in the heat of football. Great time to be a sports fan. And, of course, it's a great time to be a Gamecock, especially when we're coming off a victory, this victory Monday. Guys, you'll notice the phone lines are closed right now. We are getting Steven Garcia on the airwaves immediately. So, we're waiting on Steven, uh, trying to squeeze him in here today. Of course, guys, as always, the Daily Crow brought to you by our friends over at PrizePix. Go download the PrizePix app. Go to prizepix.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS. You're going to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, guys. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show in the Daily Crow have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks. Again, you can play college sports, pro sports, anything and everything you, th- you can think of. And, of course, it's all prop plays. Download the app. Go to their website, prizepicks.com, Use the promo code TSUS at sign up to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Also, guys, of course, as always, our Steven Garcia segment. It's brought to you by our friends at Rebel Rabbit. Rebel Rabbit is a new seltzer company. Out of Greenville, South Carolina, but guys, it's not just another hard seltzer. Rebel Rabbits, an alcohol-free, THC-infused high seltzer. Yep, THC-infused. All of Rebel Rabbits' high seltzers are infused with just enough Delta-8 or Delta-9 THC that'll open your mind to an entirely new drinking experience with only six grams of sugar and all-natural organic flavoring. It's a light, refreshing social tonic that helps you cut back on booze but not on fun. So, guys, whether you drink alcohol a lot, a little, none, whatever it might be, Rebel Rabbit is the perfect replacement or alternative. Follow the rabbit for a better way to booze on Instagram at at Drink Rebel Rabbit. And, of course, you guys always see the logo in our clips with Steven Garcia. Follow them on Instagram at Drink Rebel Rabbit, or you can go to their online store at DrinkRebelRabbit.com. That's DrinkRebelRabbit.com. Check out the store locator to find the closest rabbit hole near you. Or you can order online and have it shipped directly to your door. That being said, let's go ahead and get him in here. The Ro- King, on a Monday, he joins us once again. Roach King, what's going on, my friend? How
2: you doing? Good, just in the in the car, man.
1: Yeah? How's can you, everything uh, can going, you hear man? Can you, I, can, you hear, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I got you. I got you. What's up?
2: I, not too much, man. Don't think for one second I don't have a Rebel Rabbit in here. <laughs>
1: You got the rabbit. I love it. You got the rabbit. We are of course. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say we are. We are dealing with. Uh, here we go. Dealing with some of the sat hackers. Either way, man, I appreciate you taking the time. I see the cut T-shirt as well. By the way, shout out to those guys. I know you've been doing great work with them. You're just everywhere, man. You're all. You're all over the place. The I'm trying.
2: Huh? They said you're a man of
1: the people, my guy.
2: I'm trying, man. I'm trying. All these, uh, all these rebels and day chasers and all the cuts. I mean, they're they're. Uh, they're trying to get the NIL going. They're trying to, uh, I don't know, find a rebellious kind of guy, and that's, that's me.
1: That, that's you, indeed. <laughs> uh, Steven, again, we're talking here on this Victory Monday. South Carolina punches their ticket to a bowl game, now sitting at 6-3. and three. Um, Obviously, offensively, that's where I want to start. Spencer Rattler with, I would argue, his best day as a game cock, Throws three touchdowns, no picks. Um, you know, I, I thought you saw some more creative play calling, but just talk about, what you saw from him, because I know – oh, here we go. Did we lose him? Let's see. We're going to try to – we're going to try to get Stephen Garcia back in here. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know if uh, – I don't know if we're having technical issues or – Steven did sound like he 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 breathed in some helium or something. I was like, I why why does he sound a little bit higher pitched than normal? Um, hold on, we're gonna get him back in here. I don't know what just happened, guys. I'll be totally honest with you. I don't, I think Mellon. I think Mellon is uh, I think Mellon's having some major issues today. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. We're gonna get Steven Garcia back in here in just a second. He's obviously on the road. I ah, got a call. Okay. Okay. Steven, what's up, man?
2: Yo. Yeah, can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, what's up? There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, hey, sorry I, about I, that, man. Somebody called me. No, you're good. You're good. So I was asking you about, uh, about Spencer Rattler. Obviously, I would say his best performance as a Gamecock, taking care of the football, three TDs, no picks. I know we've talked a lot about – you know, how good Spencer is on the run, his arm talent. But I thought, honestly, man, watching him with a clean pocket, set his feet. You know, I thought that, that throw to Xavier get down the middle of the field, that deep pass, maybe his best throw of the season. Just overall, what you saw from Spencer Rattler on Saturday night. Obviously, it was a Vandy defense that ranked last in pass defense. But the Gamecocks obviously were able to take advantage of it. And thanks to Spencer Rattler's big night, what you just saw from him overall.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of the, the rally that we were all anticipating seeing throughout um, the entire year. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it is against the worst passing defense in the SEC. But you know, maybe that's the spark. Maybe that's you know the spark that we needed to have, or that he personally needed to have. Uh, maybe that's the spark that Coach Satterfield needed to have a little bit more confidence in him. Um, you know, that who knows what's gonna happen. And, and you know, I was just thinking in my head. When was the last time that we had a weekend where we won a game and Clemson lost the game in the same week? It's it's a hell of a Monday to start off the week, man. I, I love seeing that.
1: Yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. And they got absolutely rocked in South Bend. It was crazy. Um, you know, again, you, you look at the offensive side, Stephen, I, I felt like the play calling was w- much, much more creative, but also the emphasis on getting the football to the playmakers. You know, you, you – you know, you have a week against Mizzou. Jaheem Bell has zero targets. Literally a week later, he has 19 touches in the ball game. You saw Dak Joyner get involved, Josh Van with a touchdown catch, Xavier Leggett, Antoine Wells with a big day. Uh, and this was all without Marshawn Lloyd, by the way. All in all, just what you saw from the play calling, the scheme. Again, I feel like you'd probably agree the emphasis was definitely just get the ball in the hands of your playmakers and let them work.
2: A hundred percent. And I think that's what the frustration was with – not only myself, but every other Carolina alum and fan and everything else, is why the hell have we not been doing that all year? Why have we not been doing that since week one? Um, you know, that's why all the, the fire satterfield comments are coming out. Just, you know, why have we not been doing that? Why has Dak not been getting the ball in his hand and making plays, you know, throwing it, running it, catching it? Um, there's just so many questions that, you know, people are and fans are asking. And, you know, I'm really hoping that this was a spark that, you know, everybody kind of gets fired up and, and you know, we, we finish the rest of the season all day completely different note offensively than we did, you know, the previous five games or six games. Yeah.
1: And, and now you go into this game, because I, I won't spend too much time. Obviously, I feel like Steven, you kind of did what you were expected to do or what you, you know, South Carolina expects to do 14th straight win over Vanderbilt, death ta- taxes and the Gamecocks just owning the Commodores. <laughs> um, you know, a, a very well balanced attack offensively. You ran the football well also, you know, Jaheem Bell, I thought like a natural back there at running back. And, you know, now you'll see if you get Marshawn Loy back, but, uh, I'm sure this one hits home for you this week because it's Florida week, man. And by the way, I want to make it very clear: uh, nothing personal, no disrespect to you. The clip I posted this morning, I always posted on Florida week. The uh, the family, go- <laughs>
2: the family, family
1: guy, yeah. But uh, how? I'll ask you as a how how cool was this week for you? Um, did it? Did it? I mean, I know you mentioned for Coach Spurrier, obviously this one. This one hit different for you, being a Florida guide. What, was this any different? Any different of a game? Was the the emotions or the preparation any different, or was it kind of just another nameless faces opponent?
2: No, absolutely. Um, you know, Florida when, obviously when I was playing was the number one ranked team. They were they were the, the Alabama when I was playing. Uh, you know, with Tebow and all those other guys. So, you know, especially being from Florida, my uncle played at Florida State, so I've always been a, a Gator hater, so to speak. Um, so it was always. Beating that's you know, everybody else talks about the Alabama game, uh, but you know, beating Florida in the swamp was definitely my favorite game, um, of all time playing. So, yeah, it's 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 a big week. I, I, me personally, um, I know Coach Burr obviously he took it personally as well, but yeah, this is a this is a big week, and yeah, I, I figured that the family guy reference was for the University of Florida people, and I would agree with you on that.
1: <laughs> the crayon eaters, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, the crayon eaters. Well, anyway, I'll ask you this on the Florida side, your thoughts on, uh, on Anthony Richardson, what do you see from him? Uh, gets a lot of love. You know, a lot of talk as a, as a future NFL guy, you look at the build, you look at the makeup, you know, I think you can definitely see it, but the quarterback battle is really interesting between Spencer Rattler and Anthony Richardson. And on that note as well, you know, when you played Florida, they had the like Debo and they featured some, some, some talented signal callers of their own and, I'm sure that was motivating for you that you kind of felt like, you know, you go into that game they're talking about the Florida QB, this, that. And it's like, you, you kind of want to show that, like, I'm going to be the best quarterback on the field on Saturday night. But uh, how that plays in this fall game and your thoughts on Anthony Richardson and his game.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the guy's a player. Um, there's no doubt about it. Guy can play. Uh, I think um, it was just lighting it up against A&M just – I mean, I watched that game and he was just tearing it up. Um, but then there's other games. It's like, what, what the hell is this guy doing? I don't understand the whole Heisman. Hope. I just don't get it. I don't see it. Um, but I mean, the guy's a physical specimen. So we're, it's going to be tough to play against them, um, especially down there in Gainesville. It's a, it's a bitch of a place to play. So I know you guys haven't heard me say that in a few weeks, um, being in a tough environment, but the swamp is, it is a tough place to play. Um, and I'm reading some of these comments. I don't know what, I don't know what they're hearing in the background. I don't know.
1: Yeah, dude, it's, it's it's not it's not you, my guy. It's uh this Melon platform. I think sometimes just has a life of its own. So we again, we 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 blame the Muschamp hackers. We blame at this point these probably things. the the Satterfield hackers. Yeah, I, Alex McGrath has dealt with this too. I, I don't know, but either way, yeah, but, I hey, noticed he is, he
2: is he, he uses these things too. So I don't know if it's that shit either. I don't. I, I don't I, know. First don't time know. using you know, them,
1: but you know what? Like South Carolina football, we persevere. We push through no big deal. Like, you, right. know, you, you, you look at this game, Steven, on Saturday, again, like you mentioned, you got to go to the swamp. Um, the, I, I think one of the intriguing stats, you know, you look, I, I think maybe the biggest matchups defensively and I, and I think South Carolina, they're going to have to score 30 plus to win because you look at Florida, they've been very dynamic offensively. They're five and zero when they run the ball for 210 or more yards, oh and four when they don't South Carolina on the flip side, Six and zero when they get a turnover, zero and three when they don't. Right, but I, I think this is going to be an offensive game, and, and so I'll ask you from the offensive side. I'm, I'm sure you want to continue to see the creativity, getting the football in your playmaker's hands, sticking with that. Hopefully, you get Marshawn Lloyd back. But you look at Florida defensively, man. I mean, they've been they've been pretty pretty below average. Let's call it what it is. They've been below average all yeah. year. So this it feels like this is. Maybe you found that spark in Nashville, like you mentioned. This is a defense you should be able to have a good bit of success against, and I think it will take another big day from Spencer Rattler uh, to
2: come out of the swamp with a victory. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I watched the AM game this past weekend, and yeah, they are. They are, I think we definitely can have our way with them, but again, we have to. We have to have the same kind of offensive mindset and strategy that we did against many of this past Saturday. Uh, Got to get the ball on the playmakers' hands. Speaking of uh, Lloyd, is he, does he? Does anybody know if he's going to be uh, suited up for the game, or is that Beamer, still I, I think
1: they said they're optimistic he will go. It's it's not a hundred percent. I mean, you never know, right? But I,
2: I think they're optimistic he will go. Good, good. I mean, that's a big help. Uh, anytime you got a guy like that in your backfield, that definitely is quarterback best friend. Uh, but you know, I I'd like to see you know, a little bit of Beamer ball come out. I think we're going to need some of that uh, to win down there. In a blocked punt, a special teams touchdown, like we had against AM. Um, you know, there's several different things, a, a couple long field goals. You never know, but special teams, I mean, as we've seen all freaking year, a special team's play can change the entire momentum of the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's going to be really interesting, man, to see how South kind of, again, I, I think it's going to have to be a game where you score in the thirties, obviously Florida early is a nine point favorite in this one, but you know, we oh, saw wow. how little that we saw how little <laughs> that mattered last year. The Gators were a 20 point favorite and Carolina blew them out, ran them out of the stadium. So.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna making some bets on the cut. I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> gonna be putting in some bets on the cut. And people will be playing on the cut on Prize Picks everywhere. Movada probably. I don't know.
2: Oh, for uh, sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I just saw one of the uh, people asking me what I said to the Florida uh, safety. I'm still not. Uh, I'm still not able to mention that right now. <laughs> It'll come out sooner or later. Just not today. Not today.
1: That that will be in the book whenever the book comes out.
2: For- for
1: sure for sure Steven, <laughs> you know, obviously Florida week you know I, I do want to get you've talked about it before but uh you know you played for coach Spurrier and you've talked before how, how this one was a, a really unique matchup for him and, and you said that he was the same guy every week except Florida week what did you mean by that just talk about how coach Spurrier just the emotions and sort of how he approached this game
2: I mean, I don't want to say that he didn't give a shit about any other team, um, right. but that's kind of the vibe that he would sometimes give off. It's like, yeah, we're playing against Vanderbilt, but next week we got Florida. So he's like, all right, yeah, we're going to you know, kind of take care of Vanderbilt, and then we're, we're on to Florida. We're kind of game planning for Florida the week of the Vanderbilt game, if that makes sense. You know, I, I'm saying that, and Jess, I don't, I don't think he literally meant to do that, but, uh, you know, he's a Florida guy. He coached there, won a Heisman trophy there, won a national title there. Um, and, he, obviously, he got Florida in his blood because he's back there now. So, um, yeah, I just feel like he took that game really to heart. He took that personal, uh, personally. Um, yeah, that's, that's the only way to describe it. I just – I feel like he was a lot more on edge um, during the Florida week than any other game. And, that, you know, that includes Clemson and really any other game.
1: Steven, I'll ask you this before I get you out of here, because obviously you experienced this in 2010. You guys went down there. I mean, one of the most memorable games I think in South Carolina football history. Uh, take down the Gators, the one to punch the ticket to Atlanta, to the SEC championship. Is there any better feeling as a player than doing the Gator Chomp in the swamp when
2: you're kicking their ass? Oh God, it's it's the best. It is absolutely the best. I absolutely that was that was my favorite thing ever, man. Um, just doing it right in front of them and doing it in front of their fan base and their student section, all those little stupid ass kids. I mean, it was all the shit that they were talking. Like, yeah, you, come come out on the field, man. Come out on the field and tell me that right now. And then you know, just doing that out there, just it was just it was awesome. It, it's indescribable.
1: Now, on the actually one last thing, Stephen. On the note of Florida Week, didn't you mention before in a podcast you got a very interesting, you either had a, had a very interesting recruiting visit or got a very interesting recruiting letter from Urban Meyer and is that right? Am I, am I remember that?
2: Correctly? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, it was actually during my. Um, I think it was my unofficial visit because I went up there, you know, a couple of times. They were. They were definitely one of the, the. The first schools to kind of really start heavily recruiting me, and uh, yeah, I went up there for for one of the games, and we went out afterwards. Uh, you know, up to the to coach's office, and yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting conversation. It's, yeah, it was it was it was weird. <laughs> But after that, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't see myself uh, in orange and blue.
1: Yeah, Urban's an interesting guy for sure. Stephen, I appreciate you taking the time, man. It's always a pleasure. I know this one's obviously a big week, a little bit more personal this week as the Gamecocks take on the Gators four o'clock kick on Saturday. And hey, again, it feels good to be six and three, going back to a bowl game, and hope the Gamecocks are down in Tampa. That, that would be great. A Florida game, specifically a Tampa Bowl game, would be a lot. Yeah. I mean, That'd be awesome, man. I'm actually I have to come invade the Roach Ranch. Might have to do it.
2: Yeah, let me know, man. I'm actually uh, playing golf with Trey Burton tomorrow morning, so I'm gonna talk a little shit. He actually asked if I wanted to go to the game this weekend, so I may, I may sneak up there. Um, maybe not, though. No. <laughs> Depends on uh, what the what the Roach Queen has to say.
1: The Roach Queen, indeed, indeed. <laughs> happy, happy Roach Queen, happy life, right? <laughs>
2: uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, for sure.
1: Steven, it's always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you taking the time. We'll do it again next week for sure.
2: Absolutely, man. See you later.
1: Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff from Steven Garcia, guys. I, I do want to apologize for the the technical issues, the sounds. I, I will say this, these melon folks, man, I, I think we're probably going to make the transition to StreamYard. I'm probably going to talk to J.C. Sherbert. They use StreamYard. They don't have these issues, I feel like. I could be wrong because I don't tune into their show every single day, but Man, that is really—I I apologize again for the—the the frog noise, if you will. McGrath's pig, something, whatever. I, I don't know. Again, I—I I just when I say thank y'all, when I say thank y'all, you see the mic cutting out. When when I say thank y'all, uh, that y'all rock and roll with the punches and and uh, you know don't 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 judge us for it. Don't judge us for it. Yeah, Lady, I I know who makes melon. I, I do. Streamlab. Stream yard is different. Stream yard's a totally different thing. Trust me, Lady Bree. I'm not a rookie in this game. Uh, Guys, it's 1220. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. We will take your questions, comments, calls. Obviously, again, it's a victory Monday here on this Monday, and I appreciate you all tuning in. I want to hear from you all your thoughts on the game on Saturday. Of course, podcast did drop this morning, episode 724. Um, So, full breakdown yeah, Brandon, it, it is live. Yeah, stuff stuff happens when you're rocking live. So, I mean, listen, we jump on a melon, and you just never know, right? If they're, if they're having an off day, you know, it is it is what it is. So, let's jump to the whole line. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. What about you? I am doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Oh,
3: nothing. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, happy that uh, we won. Holston lost. Alabama lost. Uh yeah, so I have, I have a question. Um, who who were, who are were those uh two two players that were fighting on the field uh, last night at Vanderbilt? Uh,
1: the two players that were fighting on the field. I mean, I, I know Cam Smith and Will Shepard got into it a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I don't know if
3: I game because I just can't remember his name.
1: I don't remember anybody getting kicked out. I mean, I I don't. Are you talking about the end of the half, or?
3: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, I, I don't remember, man. I, I don't. I didn't recall anybody getting kicked out of the game. Um, but well, yeah, probably not
3: kicked out. I was probably overreacting on that. But, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, I feel I feel like the game could have been a lot better. I mean, obviously Vanderbilt. I can't believe we actually let them score points on us. But I mean, the win is a win. Um, I mean Spencer Rowley definitely needs to throw a lot faster instead of you know having run on third down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, overall, like you mentioned, the Gamecocks covered, you win by double digits. Um, it's, it's you know, you did what you hoped and expected to do. Uh, the second half, for me, left a lot to be desired. And you know what's funny, man? You mentioned at the top of your call about Clemson losing. I feel like a lot of the reason that folks didn't – I don't really feel like – and you know what? Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Gamecock fans hardly paid attention to the second half because I think most people were watching Clemson oh, yeah. lose their ball game. I think that Clemson losing their game distracted from our poor play in the second half, because our game dragged, right? I mean, our, our game absolutely dragged in the second half. And, uh, you know, we were at Carolina Alehouse, and we had every game on the Carona game, or every TV, excuse me, on the Carona game, except for one TV. And, you know, right. you know, to say this is wrong, but, you know, you have, cheering and going crazy when Notre Dame was scoring. And I understand it's it's Carolina Vandy, right? It, it's not the high-profile matchup. But I think right. it distracted away from – and you had Alabama LSU, as somebody points out. But I think it distracted away from – I mean, dude, you got outscored by Vandy 13-7 to in the second half. Like, it, it was a yeah. sloppy, sloppy second half of football. Absolutely.
3: Shepard caught caught the ball down the field and caught that touchdown, Mm and I was was just like, "There's no way it just got to end like this, man." It was just hard to watch. I I switched it back to the LSU game because there's no way I could keep watching that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, the the, the fourth quarter was brutal. Fourth quarter was, but all in all, again, you you get the win, uh, find some joy, as Coach Beamer would like to say. So. Uh, a win's a win's a win. I mean, again, you win by double digits. You, you know, the 30,000-foot view, man, I mean, you're 6-3. and three. I mean, how, how could you not be giddy? And I'm obviously giddy here on this Monday to be, you know, happy that Carolina's going to be going bowling. You know, selfishly from the content creator perspective, I'm ecstatic to have a bowl game to cover, to go to, to create content around yep. and to talk about. And, you know, we get to share and watch the Gamecocks for another game right in the postseason. Uh, You're going to have an opportunity to at minimum match your win total. No matter what happens the rest of the way out, you're going to have an opportunity to match your win total from last year, which, you know, I think would be a – it would be a success. Um, But, you know, uh, all in all, you know, a great first – a great first half. I I think uh, the second half did leave some things to be desired. Great first half. It was great to see some offensive creativity. Great to see your playmakers – actually touch the football and, and get the ball guys like Jaheen Bell stuff like that but uh yeah I mean all in all you know good win and you move on to Florida so yeah
3: yeah I mean I, yeah I don't care if it's Vanderbilt or Troy I mean I'm just glad we got to win um and on to Tennessee next you know after Florida I'm hoping it's going to be a night game because I I, I'm, I really want to upset Tennessee because I'm tired of this uh, my brother in law talking so much freaking shit about South Carolina. Yeah, they were number one for like four days and they lost to Georgia, which I'm ecstatic about. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we will find so, out. Uh, we will find out pretty soon, my guy. I think within the next 10 minutes or so. Though, you you for,
3: know what time that starts?
1: I don't know what time, Carolina, Tennessee. I'm saying we're going to find out here in the next 10, 15 minutes. They're going to announce it pretty shortly. So. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Sounds good. I'm not going to talk
1: your ear off. Hunter, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. You're no welcome. Yeah, yep. great stuff. Yep. Great stuff. Guys, let me do something real hey, I'm going to refresh
4: this. Maybe it's gonna work now. I don't know. We're we're just we're having we're having technical issues on this side. Okay, we're going to try this again. Sorry, guys, just trying to refresh things on my end.
1: Sat hackers are killing us, absolutely killing us here on a Monday. But, all right, we're good. We're rocking. We're rolling. Hopefully, things are things are good. Hopefully, things are good. Again, sorry about that, guys. Apologize for the technical issues, technical difficulties. I will be – we're going to be getting off the the melon platform. This thing is annoying. I, we just – we have too many technical issues. Yeah, champ hackers ruining victory Monday. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um when it works it's great but I, I, we just we have too many we too often do we have technical issues in my opinion I, and i mean there it goes again just cutting out Mike cutting out for, uh i don't know tough day tough day I, I i will be giving melon feedback i i've still got a streamyard account too so yep i've still got a i've still got a streamyard account so Anyways, guys, taking your questions, comments, calls. Phone lines are open, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Let's see. Let me ask you this. Those that tune in to J.C. Sherbert and those guys show, Inside the Gamecocks, do they ever have technical issues like we do? I'm asking because, again, I've used StreamYard before, and I know that's what they use. Um... Eric, can you use OBS? I, I think that would even make it worse, my guy. I think it'd be just more complex, more difficult. I mean, this Melon platform is supposed to be really, really good, and it is when it works, like I said. But I don't know, man. Too often. I mean, I, I'm I'm asking the 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 t- a lot, but like that cutting out bullshit, like that just happened. It just it's it pretty really annoying. So we're gonna try to make it through this Monday. Um, but there's a good chance I think I might switch back to StreamYard because I tell you, I, I did not. I don't recall ever having these type of issues when uh, when I was on StreamYard. I don't know. Because I used to use them. I used to use StreamYard. Anyways, guys, anyways, we're going to continue to rock. I want to hear from you, Eight four three Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Aaron, what's up, man? How are you? Oh,
4: I'm chilling. You know, get I fly into Gainesville on not Wednesday, Thursday I think I land. Mm-hmm. I'm staying like a not even a mile away from the stadium. A freaking Holiday Inn costs four hundred and fifty dollars. That's highway robbery. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, Gamecocks win this weekend. Uh, offense plays a lot better. 31, 31 points in the first half. And uh, a win is a win. The doom and gloom situation, whether well, the doom and gloom that uh, Savell Newton was talking uh, was talking about, and I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. It's just some of the stuff it's not, it's not sustainable. Just the way, the way that they continue to win. Of course, if you win, if you win the turnover battle. Of course you're gonna win. I think if you block a punt, if you if you block a punt or kick, I think that puts you in the ninety percentile mm-hmm. to win that game. But I'm just. Saying, I saw somebody in the thread wrote they got they got better each game, mm-hmm. and that's I'm not I shouldn't say that's ridiculous, but. This team has – the wins this year are all that great, but we aren't going to remember that at the end of the year, you know? Right. right. I... Now,
1: look, yeah, we, I'm, I was going to say we, we know the
4: identity of this team,
1: right? We, we do know the identity of this team. We have to win in the defensive and special teams facets of the ball game to have any sort of success I mean you look at the game against Vandy on Saturday night we won the game by 11 points and we won the turnover margin four to one I mean I mean you know the, the and the numbers tell you South Carolina is six and0 oh when they force a turnover and they're oh and three when they don't right we are not some offensive juggernaut and in games where we have, where we have to go mono e mono right with our it's not gonna end
4: well it's not gonna and and that's what that's what i'm saying the model to win like what game outside of charlotte sc state and not even georgia state What and what game did they put all three phases of football together and this you remember i, I always ask this i always ask this question like what's the best win um uh, what's what's the best win out coaching out coaching the other coach. Like Texas A and M is gonna Texas A and M every ninety percent of the time is gonna vastly come in come into Columbia or Columbia's gonna go into college station. Texas A and M is gonna have the, uh, Mark Stoops is just a better coach than Shane Beamer right now. It, that's just That's just what it is. Florida is going to have more talent. Tennessee is going to have more talent. So South Carolina is going to have to supersede. It's going to have to out-coach, out-recruit that other sideline. And you can't see that happening week in and week out. I, I can't see it happening. I you know, I just wanna see I wanna mm-hmm. see a team put all three phases of the football game together and you know, build on top of that because I don't think it's a, I I don't I don't think. But you know, like I said, we always it's just us talking about it on the radio. Yeah. And these other guys that are going out there and doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean I point Aaron, I I you know, to your point, I, I the majority of this fan base is "quote unquote" doom and gloom, like some people want to label them. Um, I think Gamecock fans, from what I can see, are, are are very happy to be six and three right now.
4: I mean, all things considered, how how could you? Anyways, yeah, go ahead. So- the year, at the beginning of the next year, you're not going to remember what was going on with Kentucky or Texas A&M. Right. It's just, you're just going to see you're not going to remember that. The wins are all you remember. Mm. But we're hoping that South Carolina is ascending to a division championship, a SEC championship uh, where we've totally wasted Spencer Rattler. And that, that's what, that's what I thought would get this team over the hump uh-huh. because uh, Spencer Rattler was just a, it's just an outrageous freaking talent. And I, I'm just so surprised we wasted that. But he still has what three more games to go. Uh-huh. He could put it all. He could put. He could put it all together and win these next three games. Now I wouldn't bet on it, but he, he could. He uh-huh. could. Uh, I really just want to. I want to see solid football on all three phases. I. I want to. I would really like to see, Shane Beamer like. Totally out coach, out scheme the other sideline. Maybe that's not his thing. Maybe he's the CEO type that we that we've been asking for as a fan base. Uh, try to copy the model of try to copy the model of Clemson, but I'm just I, I'm just hoping to see better football because it's not winning long term. Winning long term in that fashion. I don't believe it's sustainable, but I'm going to get off the phone and let I, I'm going to listen to it and see what you think. Yeah, Aaron. Watch. Great stuff.
1: Okay, we are going through it today, folks. We are uh, dealing with the hackers. Let's see. Okay, yeah, we are we are dealing with the hackers. To uh, this is this is about as extreme as it's gotten. Anyways, I just reset things. We'll try to continue to rock. Um, appreciate Aaron for the call. Appreciate Aaron for the call. I, I will say this, you know, his comments about Spencer. The season's obviously been very very disappointing. Let's shut let's shut the phone lines.
4: Today, yeah, um, I thought we got the visit. It was not
1: easy to get saved, but uh, I was impressed, Chris. But man, what... it, 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 hey, dub's a dub. Um, you know, fast... that fast start to victory, but uh, you know, uh, but great
4: win either way.
1: Hey, Chris, um, the defense, is, we, we 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 got. right all right guys we I'm Mark Chapman welcome to the planet Premier League podcast